everybody. Welcome to the Brave Fit and Thriving Podcast, another episode. I hope you guys are all having an awesome kick-ass Monday and ready for another fantastic week. The sun has been shining here a little bit more in Washington and so excited about it because it felt like winter was just dragging on forever. We didn't get a ton of snow this year, but it just felt like the gloominess was just a lot this time around and it came, uh, the sunshine came a little bit later than usual. So we're really happy to have some of the sunshine and spring is on its way and having these longer days. So hopefully wherever you are, if the sun is shining, you're getting outside, you're getting some of that vitamin D, you're getting some of that serotonin that feels so good in our brains. So that way we can get that motivation going because summer is coming around coming around and you want to have some energy for hiking you want to have energy for swimming going to the beach so now is the time to prepare your body for all of that so you have the stamina the energy and the confidence to be able to do everything that you want to do this summer even if you're going to a ton of festivals because also remember it's going to be hot it's going to be very hot so be ready for that so this is the number one podcast to help you live your best damn life through sustainable fitness, flexible nutrition, and transforming your mindset. If you gain any value from this podcast, don't forget to click like, share, and rate five stars on Spotify. Greatly appreciate every single five-star review that we've gotten so far. If you did already rate on Spotify, just know that I appreciate you from the very bottom of my heart. And if you are listening to this right now, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Dana F Fit. And if you want to work on with me one-on-one -on -one to transform your life, you could shoot me a DM with the word brave or fill out the wait list on my Facebook, my Facebook bio. Excuse me. I need to drink a little water here. Fill out my waist waste my wait list form. Wow, words are just escaping me right now. <laughs> wait list form on my Facebook bio, and I will reach out and answer any questions that you might have about coaching with Brave. So without further ado, let's get rolling on the topic of today's episode. We're gonna talk about getting your damn butt to the gym, which is always the hardest part, just stepping through the doors. Well, actually, no, hang on. The hardest part is getting in your car, driving over there going through those doors, executing, and then getting the hell out of there. So we're going to kind of go through some ways uh, that why you might be struggling to get your booty to the gym because booties don't grow themselves. You got to train it. If you want to grow a peach, you got to go train it. If you want to grow some boulder shoulders, you got to go train it. If you want to build an hourglass shape, well, you got to train your back. You got to train your lats and you got to train that booty. It's not going to happen on its own. It's not going to happen on its own. So you got to get to the gym in order to build the body that you want. You got to eat well to nourish your body, have energy for your workouts, have energy for your life. So why is it so difficult to get to the gym? There's a lot of different things. So there are three umbrella reasons that might be inhibiting you from getting to the gym. Most of these are due to internal resistance, meaning it's due to your own interpretation and it's your own your own self basically holding yourself back. Then there's some, you know, external reasons that we'll go into as well. And the first thing is you want to identify what is the reason that's keeping you from the gym. Like if you can identify what's holding you back, you're more likely to be able to work through it. But if you just continue telling yourself, oh, I don't have time or I just can't get there, you're not giving yourself a chance at overcoming that resistance, at overcoming those barriers, getting yourself there and getting one step closer to becoming the person that you want to be. So let's go through some of those reasons. First, there is lack of time. And there's, I like to say that there's true lack of time and there's interpreted lack of time. I'll go into that in a second. 
There is lack of confidence, self-confidence, frustration over your progress being slow. That can also dampen your confidence in your abilities. There's social anxiety. There's going in without a plan. So feeling lost and feeling like people are judging you because you feel lost. And then there is just lack of drive and motivation. And that can come from a few reasons. Number one, your reason isn't strong enough. You're doing it for someone else. It's vanity or you just have no energy. You just don't have energy. So you don't have that drive. You don't have motivation to get there. So the first step is identify what is your specific resistance? What is keeping you from getting to the gym? If it's lack of time, there's a few different things that we're going to talk about here. Lack of time, true lack of time is your gym is really far away. Say you have to drive like 30, 40 minutes each way to get to the gym and you work really long days. Maybe you even have multiple jobs. You have a big family, you've got a lot on your plate and you have a lot of family commitments like your kids play sports or your husband works longer hours and he can't take over some of the workload with the kids or you just truly have no free time off. Like if you don't have any free time, that means you're literally not spending any time watching Netflix on end for like two, three, four hours multiple times during the week. You're not spending hours just scrolling TikTok or Instagram when you're at home and you're not, you know, doing any of the other commitments. That is true lack of time. And that is a little bit harder to work through, to be honest. And you might have to accept that maybe working out the gym isn't going to be in your best benefit. Maybe working out at home is something that's going to work better for you because it's going to be something that you can sustain. It's something that you will be able to work with. Because if you think that the only way to get your results is by going to the gym. You can still get some results by working out at home. My husband and I, at the beginning of the pandemic, we literally worked out with bands in his backyard for months. And then we moved to Washington. We had no equipment, no gym. We just did bands, minimal equipment, minimal equipment. And we did that for months. We still made some progress. Now, is it the fastest progress? Probably not. But if you're intentional with the way you're working out at home, you can absolutely make progress. It's about having that 30 minutes, even just 20 minutes, you know, staying consistent with it. Of course, again, you know, training at the gym is definitely going to be better because you're going to have multiple different types of equipment that's going to provide different stimulus to specific areas that you're trying to work on. But ultimately, if you truly are lacking time, you can work out at home. You absolutely can. Now, interpreted lack of time is where you spend a lot of time doing activities that don't serve you, that don't bring you any closer to becoming the person you want to be. In fact, it might be holding you back, such as watching for t- watching the pe- I don't know what is up with my words today. I blame PMS. <laughs> I blame PMS. I'm always like this. I'm always a little bit more scattered when PMS hits. So uh, we'll we'll just go with that. <laughs> if you're watching TV on hours on hours on end, or you're like one more episode, one more episode, and next thing you know, you're up at eleven midnight, and you have to be up at six, and then you're just exhausted during the day, and that comes into other reasons that could be holding you back from the gym. So, spending a lot of time watching TV or spending a lot of time scrolling social media at home, like if you're the type of person when you're at home, you sit on the toilet for thirty minutes scrolling TikTok, that's a waste of time. Don't bring don't bring your phone into the bathroom. You know, if you're trying not to like waste time not prioritizing. Uh, and that means, you know, you'll have, you'll have time set at the end of the day, you'll have an hour free, but instead of getting your workout in, you decide that you don't really want to eat the food that you have in the fridge, that you would rather drive over to a restaurant or drive through fast food, wait 10, 15, maybe even an hour for food to come. You're also paying more money. You're also over consuming calories, most likely depending on what you order. 
and then you have to drive home when you could have spent a fraction of that time preparing food that was in your fridge and using that time to actually serve yourself, to actually go to the gym, execute your plan, get it done, go home, eat your food. That's wasting time. If you are not prioritizing what you need to do for yourself, if you're not prioritizing your goals. And I don't just mean like you can't do that ever, honestly, because once every so often and by every so often, I say maybe once a month, because if it's every week, that might be a problem. But if it's once a month, that's once in a while. That's not too bad. But if you're doing that very frequently, if you are prioritizing taking the lazier route instead of getting what you need to do for you, then you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. Again, you know, everybody's circumstance is different. Like if you have food in the fridge, eat that. If you have food available at home, eat that. Now, if you don't have anything available at home, that's a different story. Maybe you'd be better off spending that time grocery shopping. So that way you can actually have food available for the next few days and not use that as another reason that you have to keep going out to eat, going out to eat. Uh, You know, poor planning is another thing that could be interpreted as you just don't have time. Another thing is lack of confidence, uh, feeling self-conscious and feeling socially anxious and, you know, afraid of looking dumb. Like that is a big, big piece of resistance that a lot of people feel when they can't just go to the gym, but they have that resistance. Like you have time, you're at home, you're watching TV and you know, you need to go to the gym. You know, you want, you want to go train, you want to get stronger and you have a goal, but you're afraid of trying a new exercise or you're afraid of looking ridiculous for whatever reason it might be. It might be that you aren't really happy with where you at, where you're at right now. You're not very happy with your physique or you went to the gym a week ago. You tried to do maybe like a Bulgarian split squat. Maybe you fell on your ass and you became embarrassed and you didn't want that to happen again. Cause believe me, I have been there. Totally have been there. Uh, afraid of failing and people noticing like a lot of times if you go to the gym regularly at the same time every day, you're going to see a lot of the same people and you're afraid that people are going to notice that and see you in months and think like, wow, she didn't make progress. Like that all comes from up here. That all comes from up here because most people at the gym are so focused on their own shit. They're not paying attention to you. And think of it this way. It's kind of like school. You don't get better at something until you practice, practice, practice. It's not like you learned how to add, subtract, multiply, divide without going through the motion so many times and it becomes faster and faster. And now you're more efficient at it. And now you can do algebra. Although to be fair, it's been a long time since I've been on algebra. So I probably, I don't know if I could do algebra right now, but you get what I mean. (laughs) You know, lack of confidence is a big thing. So identify why do you feel that lack of confidence? And then you're going to be one step towards working through it because then you can counter Those reasons why you don't feel confident. If you're afraid of looking dumb, remind yourself, everybody there is focused on you. Another thing too, at least that I found personally is when I make mistakes, I honestly just find it funny. I just laugh at myself because it's a little bit more lighthearted and it takes away power from other people, honestly. And that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, when people, not saying that people at the gym are inherently paying attention, but there's going to be that one odd person. And if you saw my story a while back, I was practicing posing a mirror and this dude did straight up laugh at me. He looked in the mirror. He waited till he was off the camera and he looked back in the mirror and just started laughing. And you know what? I just was like, fuck it. Fuck what people think. Cause that's just their opinion. Like that's not going to tear me down. Like why would you want to give them that power? You can put the power in your own hands. You just have to decide to take it. 
because this is your story. You can create your story. Every time you go to the gym, you're writing another chapter in your story. You're putting another sentence in. Every single rep is another sentence of your story. So you can go execute it, but you just have to identify why do you feel that lack of confidence in order to work through it. If you're frustrated over your progress or you're afraid of just looking clueless at the gym, it's because you're not going in with a plan. It's because you're not going in prepared and ready. So you're going to spend a lot of time just wandering around the gym, walking around, and you're going to look at somebody who's just staring off into space, but they're staring off into space in your direction. And immediately, social anxiety is going to kick in. Self-conscious is going to kick in. And you're going to feel you're going to feel very overwhelmed. And the more that you look at other people, the more you're going to feel that. So go in with a plan. If you don't go in a plan, you're not going to execute. You're going to spend a lot of time looking at other people. And if you're frustrated over progress and you are following a plan, then the plan isn't working for you or you haven't been consistent enough or you don't know how to push yourself enough. And in that case, you might be better off having a workout buddy who knows how to push, hiring a trainer or hiring a coach who can push you. You got to learn how to push. And sometimes that means facing discomfort might mean investing in yourself. There's a lot of different things that you can do in order to push that progress. But doing the same thing that you've been doing for the last two, three, four years, if you have been following random workouts from Pinterest or YouTube videos, and that's all you've been doing and you're frustrated, you're not making progress, well, then that's not working. You need to change your approach and you need to learn how to push yourself in a different, more effective way. Then the other reason is lack of drive and motivation. So number one, if your reason isn't strong enough, you are not going to be likely to stick with it. And your reason has to be down to your core. And it has to be that you are so sick of being the way that you have been for the last few years that you will do anything and give anything to change that. And that might mean putting in that extra effort to get to the gym, putting in that extra effort to push that discomfort, putting in the extra effort to eat healthy and drive your car, fill your tank so you can get to the gym in the morning. Like if your tank is on empty and you're driving home from the gym, you know, or driving home from work, you know, it's empty and you know, you have to go work out in the morning. Go fill up your tank on the way home because don't give yourself another reason in the morning to think, oh, well, now I have to go fill up gas and I'm already like five minutes late. You know, I'll just try again tomorrow. No, go fill up gas. Make sure your car is always ready. <laughs> and also just like, you know, make sure you're not setting your goal to please somebody else. Like if you are trying to change the way you look for societal reasons or because you want a revenge body for your ex or because you feel like you want to fit in somewhere, that's not... That's a guilt-related reason. That's not a very supportive reason to stick to your goal. So when something gets tough, you're going to forget. You're, you're going to forget your goal. You're going to be more likely to give in to, you know, again, driving to a restaurant instead of to the gym, not planning, not preparing. Those are going to hold you back. And then vanity reasons, like if you just are trying to look a certain way for social media, again, you're not likely going to stick to it. Um, sometimes though, I will be honest, sometimes your goal might start off that way. It might start off as doing it for someone else or for vanity, but it can change. You can absolutely change that because once you realize how much stronger you're getting and what your body is capable of, and you create those positive associations with your workouts, when you start seeing progress, when you start seeing your energy shift, your goal can shift. Your reason can shift. And you can shift your goal right now. Like if you are working out and you have been doing it for vanity reasons because you want to look good on Instagram or you want to get that revenge body, but man, working out, you just feel so strong and powerful. Like you want to keep feeling more strong. You want to keep feeling powerful. There's a reason. You want to be the most powerful woman that you can be. That should be, that could be your goal. 
You want to know how how far you can, how much you can challenge yourself, how much discomfort you can face. That's a great goal. You want to see what you're capable of. That's a damn good goal. Doing it for somebody else isn't going to be as sustainable as doing it for you. And I will be honest too, like when I started weightlifting, my goal was more more vanity. And of course, even though I do compete, which is kind of vanity, I look at competing and bodybuilding as like, I admire the way that somebody is able to manipulate their muscle fibers in a way to transform their bodies into something different and strong and powerful. Like I admire that shit. And that's why I like this. That's why I like doing this. I like, it's like art. It's like freaking art of our own bodies, the way that we move, we can do this. And, you know, working on imbalances and seeing things change and finding that you have more energy and depth and range of motion and enjoyment of life. Like that's the shit I like, you know? And Another reason why someone might have lack of drive or motivation is little to no energy. And this comes from if you're not eating enough or you're not eating enough of the right foods. And you, if you are low energy, if you are just exhausted, you're going to be less likely to be motivated to go to the gym. And again, I've had a lot of times too in my own journey that I did not have much motivation. Actually, most of last year, I did not have much motivation at all. I had to drag my ass to the gym so much. And the only thing that got me to when I had no energy was because I knew that eventually I would become my most powerful self. I knew eventually I would step back on stage on day one day and I would bring the best physique possible that I can do. And I would continue to learn new things like little to no energy is really, really tough to deal with. So one, identify why you don't have energy. If you're not eating enough, if you have not been working out enough, or there is some type of imbalance there, work on that. And, you know, remember, if you don't have energy, even if you go to the gym and you have a lackluster workout, it's better than no workout at all. Because most of last year, I would say a lot of my workouts were lackluster. But because I stuck to it, now I'm feeling the best I've ever freaking felt in my life. And I wouldn't feel this way if I didn't stick it out through the entire year last year. I'm not even kidding. Like the entire year last year, I was struggling through every single workout, low energy, even though I still gained some strength and some improvements, like I felt so lackluster, but now things have gotten so much better. I have so much more energy. Like this is where the magic happens, but that magic doesn't happen unless you push through those moments where you feel low energy, where you push through those moments of stress and self-doubt. You're fully capable of it. So you got to identify where your resistance comes from. Is it lack? Is it true lack of time? Is it interpreted lack of time? Does your lack of confidence from come from self-conscious feelings, social anxiety, frustration, or not having a plan, um, not knowing where to begin. That so not so. This is a question that popped up on YouTube. So I don't really see all comments. So if there's some other comments that didn't pop up, I'm sorry if I didn't get to it. Um, not knowing where to begin. Start off with the basics, things like glute bridges, uh, dead bugs, doing some of the machines at the gym, starting off with a warm up on the treadmill, starting with the basics, starting with maybe some dumbbell squats, just depending on you. Um, but you also, it can be tricky to figure out where to begin. And again, you know, starting off with stability, mobility exercises, doing some of the machines at the gym, tip, dip your toes in the water. You can look up exercises, but what you want to do is you want to progressively overload those exercises and change the stimulus. So one week you or one block, you might be training to increase the weight of the exercise. And then the next block, you're going to go for a little bit higher reps, maybe a slightly lighter weight. So you're getting some more metabolic stress. So there's a few different things. If you really need help figuring out where to begin, 
Uh, you can always talk to a trainer. You can hire a coach for a little bit just to kind of get yourself started. Uh, but follow, find a plan and stick to it for at least a month, if not two. And you can always change the way you're challenging yourself again by increasing weight, by increasing reps, by slowing down the tempo. You don't need to be switching up your exercises all the time. You can follow the same workout for four, six, maybe even eight weeks, but changing small variables like the weight, like the tempo, like your fatigue, your reps and reserve, your RPE, those are different ways to change, but you still want to be progressing in those specific exercises. So find a plan to start with and stick to it for a while. Weightlifting is the best way to go. And you can always finish off with a little bit of cardio, warm up with five minutes, and then finish off with about 20, just depending on what your goals are. Um, you know, first identify what your goal is and then, you know, have your plan. And then um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, you know, identify if it's coming from lack of confidence, if you have social anxiety, if you're afraid of looking dumb, or if you just don't have a plan, finding a plan that is curated specifically for your goal. Like if you're training for a marathon, you're going to want to focus on running. You're going to want to focus on endurance things. You're going to want to start off with cardio. If you're trying to get toned and build lean muscle, you're going to want to start off with weightlifting. You want to build muscle. You want to focus on that first and increase your weights over time as long as your form is good. And changing your stimulus every now and then, but you're still pretty much doing the same basic exercise. Like we're always doing bicep curls, but there might be a pronated grip. There might be a hammer grip. There might be a supinated grip. There are different ways. You're still doing pretty much the same exercise. You're just changing the variables a little bit. And that's what I do with a lot of my clients. Like we do a lot of the same exercises, but we just change some of the variables. Tempo, RPE, RIR, or supinated, pronated grips, a lot of different ways to change it up, but you're still doing the same basic exercises. And then identifying if you have a, a lack of drive, where's the lack of drive coming from, the lack of motivation, if your reason isn't strong enough, if you're doing it for vanity, if you're doing it for someone else, you are less likely to stick to it. And if you have no energy, you need to look at your diet, you need to look at your sleep, and you need to look at your nighttime habits, okay? I hope this is helpful. If you gained any value from this podcast, again, please like, share, and rate five stars on Spotify. I greatly appreciate everybody who has listened so far. If you gained any value, leave a comment what your biggest takeaway was. Hopefully to, uh, next time I come on, uh, I don't stutter as much. Again, hormones, they do weird shit to us. <laughs> it wild. Anyway, I hope you guys have the best day over, over again. <laughs> See what I mean? I can, I could choose to be embarrassed about my flubs or I can just laugh it off because honestly, if I go back and listen to this, I will probably just laugh at myself too. So take it lighthearted, be lighthearted. Nothing has to be serious unless you make it serious. So Ah, have a great rest of your day, everybody.